The government totally sucks, you motherfucker. The government totally sucks. Ben Franklin was a rebel indeed. He liked to get naked while he smoked on the weed. He was a genius, but if he was here today, the government would fuck him up as right GSA. PBKU podcast number 26. Ooh. 26. You certain about that? Pretty sure. Are you certain about that? That's pretty impressive. I wouldn't I'm, even know. I'm pretty sure it is. There. We just hit 100 for the back row hecklers. Congratulations on no that. Problem. That's dope. It'll be way a little while before you get it. I don't think 98 even has been released yet. <laughs> oh, but you can funny. go check out video from it on um, on Facebook Live on the Back Row Hecklers Facebook page. We went, uh, we went Facebook Live for a while. Thanks to everybody that participated. And we will do a Facebook Live at a monumental mark here, like for, say, 50 or 75 or something like that, because we missed 25. But maybe we can get someone to Skype in. Like yeah, uh, someone yeah. important, not someone important, but you know what I'm saying. Like uh, Rico, about, man, get Rico yeah. on this thing. He's been dying to come on. Harry Palmer, yeah, he we'll wants get, on get there. Somebody cool to come in. Reed Bentley's talking about coming back on. He had fun, you hey. know. Reed Bentley, uh, get he had Reed fun. On He's on back here. to wrestling again. What He's, about uh, get Richard Berry on here? That guy, he gonna get off of my Facebook page this month. Oh my goodness, Let's Richard not. Berry. Oh, this is Nathan Future, Mrs. Future. Hi. In the house. Yes, Please yes. don't kill this podcast. Yes, I need to ask Richard Berry a question too. Uh, we talked about this during our podcast we did about the Mandela effect. I need to know how many by how many King of Death matches you were in, sir. Oh yeah, what about I, that? I remember two. I mean, I remember one. And Maybe I'll ask him on one of the seventy-five different. Facebook post that I have that he's commented on, I'll ask him. Hey, at least he's commenting on him. Nah, he is. He, he's That's always got a different viewpoint, but so he'd be fun to have on here for sure. As yeah. long as he's respectful. Yeah, uh, he it got kind of ugly between him and Mrs. Future. It, it got real ugly. He didn't fact. like a dose of his own medicine. That's the way it is sometimes. Some people don't like to, you know, some people have tunnel vision when it comes to their opinions. I mean, I hate, I hate to say that. It's Either true. Way. Everybody is to some degree. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, 100%. yeah. And here's the other thing that nobody ever talks about. Who gets wakes up in the morning and goes, man, I hope I'm wrong today. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no, nobody wants to yeah. be proved wrong or nobody wants to have something, you know, but at the same shown time, that they're wrong. People need to understand that your opinion is just that, your opinion. Lots of times it's not right And it's wrong. okay to have to for other people to think differently and it doesn't make them bad it doesn't make you bad you're just different yes yes but sometimes there are things that are right and wrong that are red, that are black and white and i hate to say that that's a really bad example but there are i mean things people that are, are like oh no facts. there's always some kind of gray and i'm like no some things are facts and if it's not like right now not to be a dickhead but I'm gonna, there you go. That's, that's one of my. That's, <laughs> no hey, fans. how many minutes in are we? How many minutes not in are we? Two, probably. Three. Ooh, yeah. less Tally than mark. five. No, not even that because, like, I gave them like 30 seconds of quiet at the beginning that they don't know about. So, we're not <laughs> far. that's why I said, I told someone the other day that, you know, there's no doubt in my mind that I have ADD or some form of. High functioning autism, just because I repeat a lot of things. Everybody in today's society, I'd say most people have some form of ADHD. It's because we're overstimulated. Of the phones, man, it's phones, hundred percent. Everywhere we look, we're being. We have screens. We have our phone. We have yeah, a computer. We're, we are overstimulated. Yeah, 100%. this is true. I remember when the best part of my day was my bath. When I was a younger child, I'm not going to tell people why, but it was the best part of my day. Playing <laughs> outside. Oh, Being man. indoors when I was a kid was the worst thing. And now kids these days, they don't want to leave the house. Oh, it's, uh, the crazy thing is, like, my son, to an extent, 
he is so getting so bad. Like he'll bang on the door to get his brother to go do something when he's playing. Xbox. <laughs> he'll bang so Hunter has to come in the room. <clears throat> oh, there's like, plenty. What's of- wrong? What's wrong? What do you mean? He's like, oh man, I was gonna see if you hand me the Cheetos. <laughs> He's like, you can't get your lazy ass off the Xbox and get your own goddamn Cheetos. I'm like, what are you arguing about? And they go nothing. I say nothing. Hey, at least them. they keep it within themselves, man. I can't get my kids to stop, Daddy. Hey, Daddy, Daddy, let's stop, Daddy. They're a little bit younger. Wait till they get a little bit older. Man. Yeah. The only thing that bothers me, I try to get them to be team players, man. It's hard. Though. I think it's their age difference that yeah. makes it harder for them. Yeah, yeah, and and this this is people Boy are gonna say, yeah, they're gonna say. Although they're crazy. not different, that's 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 kind of funny. Even though one's a boy and one's a girl, they're not different. Did you hear about the Wonder Woman scandal that went on? No, oh, I don't I'm know. not. What is it? You heard about it, didn't you? A little bit, not enough to be an expert or talk about it, but I know enough to say this is bullshit. They had a special screening. I'm not sure when and where. It oh, was. it was all women, right? It was only for women. Yeah. Let us do some shit like that. Let men do something like that. And look, buddy. In today's society, if you're a white male, you are the low man on the totem pole because you walk around with white privilege every day, brother. Every day when you wake up and the sun hits your bright white skin, that's a privilege because you're white. So when you wake up and you think, man, I'm stressed because I got to pay my bills or I got to clean the house, I got to go to the grocery store. Don't worry about it, bro. You're white. It's going to be okay. It's going to be just fine because you're white. It doesn't really, in my opinion... And I'm sure there's a lot of people that disagree with me. It's not white privilege. It's just there's people that are wealthy and they're privileged. And unfortunately, most of them are white. So it gets construed as white privilege. I mean, all reality, it's rich people privilege. It's a mix of a couple of things. I mean, I think that, again, as we talked about, in my opinion, anyway, anybody I've asked personally, every one of them consistently have said the same. Anybody who's not a white person that I've asked, and I specifically ask non-white people because the question is geared towards that yeah. is, you know, you and your family and your brothers and sisters, are you all raised that you're going to get treated different because of the color of your skin? And everyone that I've talked to said, yeah. And, so, and, and it's not that that's a bad thing because the, the initial thing is awareness. I need to teach my kid they'll get treated different by the police. I've heard. I've heard them say just because they go into a store, they're going to look. I've heard a lot of different yeah, variations man, as to why. But here's the thing. Here's the thing to me. How is that any different than me raising my son or my daughter and saying, hey, look, if somebody looks different than you because of the color of their skin, treat them different. It's it's a reverse way of looking at it, but it's the same philosophy. It's the same it makes that, preconceived notion. It teaches somebody that if they're in public and anybody looks in their direction, it might have a resting bitch face or whatever, might be demon thought, so they're making a face. Nothing to do with them. They're going to just assume it's about them because of the color of their skin. It's it's hindering. It's a mix of that, and it's also a mix of politics and parties oh, trying absolutely. to, you know, play the race card and play uh, what they call identity politics to try to gain support one way, shape, or form. They perpetuate racism more than anybody else. I think it goes beyond the politics. I think it goes to the to the richest one percent because mm-hmm. they know that the government isn't the power here. I mean, the people are the power. Right, and they're way. trying to divide us. Oh, they're, good. There's a, they're not trying to do anything. They no, they've divided. already done yeah, it. Yeah, hundred percent. But it was a. I mean, don't get me wrong. In my grandfather and grandmother's era, I totally don't get me wrong. Or <laughs> is that one of my other ones? What's yeah. that? Don't get me no wrong. No offense. I'm not gonna be. Wrong. Not no trying offense. to be a dick. Not trying to be a dick. See what I'm saying? I repeat myself. Not trying to be a dick, but man, you look really pretty today. I'm not trying to be a dick, but man, your ass. No, I'm just kidding. Um. My grandmother and grandfather's time. I mean, 
I guarantee you in the 20s through the 40s, 40s and 50s, it was a lot harder growing up in Kentucky and all I can speak for is Alabama because that's where they they grew up at, being a different color, being, you know what I'm saying, being, oh, yeah. being black and so white. I, I totally right. agree with that. Right. Even in my father's time, which I would consider from the 50s to the 70s and 80s, you know what I'm saying? Right. But when you get to my time of like 80s and 90s, yeah, it was still bad. But at the same time, things were changing. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's when the times became where, you know, um, actors started making $20 million a movie. Uh, basketball and football players started making millions upon millions of dollars. Right. Um, rappers and musicians started being millionaires. You know what I'm saying? And things like yeah, that. Yeah, like, where did all this money come from out of nowhere? Like, why was all that money around in the 80s? It like, was, if you but you know at, what? It if you look at Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, like, what they made in their career versus, like, a mediocre guy made in their like career Pippen. in the NBA. Yeah. Well, Pippen ain't mediocre, first off. Oh, yes, he was. Fucking Pippen was one of the greatest players ever. I ain't going to 50, 50. Oh, my. 50, uh, he's one of the 50 greatest players to ever play. That's I just NBA. now realized who you were talking about. Scottie I thought Pippen. you were saying Pimpin. I was so confused. No, Scotty Pimpin. I'm not talking about me, girl. I'm talking about Scotty Pimpin. <laughs> Scotty <laughs> Pimpin is a top 50 player, 100%. Uh, okay, we're going to have to agree to disagree. Of all time, he ain't one. Right oh, there. wow. Kurt Rambus. Fucking Serge Bazovich, oh, all these dudes here. are above him, man. Yeah, that's a joke. You, you ever heard of that King of the Coattails right there, boy? King of the Coattails. No, I mean, but yeah, obviously he was next to the greatest player ever. Yeah. Anybody would have been riding his coattails, no matter what. what no, you think, no. Drake? You know who you didn't ride his coattails? You want that water? Yes, please. You know who didn't ride his coattails? Who? Tony Kukoc. You know who else didn't ride his coattails? Why didn't they? Tony Kukoc didn't ride his coattails. How, how did what Tony Kukoc did versus what Scottie Pippen did, being the second best player on the team? Did he give Scottie Pippen a car because he didn't need it? I don't know. Maybe. No, probably not. But what does that yeah, have to do did. with anything? Yeah, he did. You know he did. Don't be trying to find Jordan giving the number two best player on the team a car. Number two best player? Did he give it? So he gave uh, Will Purdue the car. Will Purdue ain't the second best player on the team. Tony Kukoc was. Tony Kukoc was not. Oh, you're crazy. I'm going to drink real quick before go you have a drink of it. That bourbon got you drunk, sucker. Nah, man. I'm just never been a Scottie oh, Pippen fan. He was always. How are you not a Scottie Pippen fan? I, I mean, not. I mean, I know that he was so good. Be careful. It's coming all out your face. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to say it to anybody. Oh, my shoulder. I was going to say something really, really bad, <laughs> but I know your parents listen to this, so I'm going to let you slide. I spilled water. I missed my mouth. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> hey, how you doing, Heather? Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> that was two good ones in a row. I let that one slide. I could have had another good one. Um, I'm going to elbow him in the face. I'm good. That's why I always put Nick between me and you, because I'm smart. <laughs> you think that he's going to stop me from having at you like a spider monkey? But when you go like a spider monkey, I can get my legs and knees in the way. You know, and that's like 300 <laughs> pounds worth of shit. <laughs> In the way, like, oh no! But I move like it. with ninja-like stealth. She's like, I'm, I'm a cat. If you get your legs and knees up on this couch in less than thirty seconds, I'll give you a dollar. Less than thirty minutes. <laughs> Damn, I said not thirty minutes. <laughs> you don't understand how limber I am, very fat man. You know, I don't doubt that. I'm talking about how slow you are, though. <laughs> I am slow as fucking Christmas. Very deliberate. What's hilarious is the other day, um, we pull up and we're going to go into I think Five Below or some store. Oh, and I have a lemonade sitting next to the meal, okay? <laughs> and my wife gets out a Westport library. That's where we're going. And she walks around to the other side, and she's standing there waiting for me to get out of the car. And I open the lemonade and takes a drink, and she eye rolls me, dirtier than shit, and fucking walks away. And I feel like going, 
Are you, are you fucking kidding me? As many times as I've like pulled in and waited for uh, you to she's go get... Oh, she's ass because she was waiting on you. Waiting on me and I'll take a drink of lemonade before I got the car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I get out and she's almost up to the steps and she's like, you slow motherfucker. <laughs> and I walk That's in and funny. she's laughing and I'm like, you know, you got your nerve and she's fucking smiling already, you know? She's like, what, sweetie? What? And I said, like, I didn't see that eye roll shit that she threw at me for... Well, I took, just because I took a drink of lemonade before I got out of the car. Right. You know? <laughs> but it was fucking funny shit. I mean, it wasn't a serious eye roll. That kind of shit fucking cracks me up, though, because she likes to bust my balls more than probably any person on Earth besides our son. My 13-year-old son is the king of ball busting. I'm sure he gets it honest. He sure does. Um, I think that in our age, we're two different eras. You know, to be honest, we're close to a decade apart. And I think probably 11, 12 years for me and Heather. So it's a little bit of difference, but it's kind of the same. Um, I think that we treated people, I don't think that, that that kind of thing has changed though. People still treat people like shit. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like, I mean, people were treating people like shit in my dad's time. I hear him talk about, you know, him fighting and him being at the fucking, uh, him almost having to fight four dudes at the pool hall when he was in a teenager, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, and I remember my brother getting in a fight, believe it or not, at Family Builder, which was a pool hall in the 70s. With two dudes, and that's how you guys nicknamed Captain Caveman. I remember me <laughs> being in a fucking fist fight, but it wasn't in a pool hall. Guess where it was at? Outside Wrestling of Jefferson Jeff- Mall, Aladdin's uh, Castle. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then. Aladdin's Castle? Aladdin's yeah. Castle. Is that like a game? It was yeah. a game place, yeah, in Jefferson yeah, Mall. That's where you went in there and played video games. It, it, is the Jefferson Mall the one that's by us? Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> yep. And there was a, uh, right across from it was an Orange Julius, and then on down they had a. Some pizza, but it wasn't so far. They had Orange Julius? Had I orange thought that Julius was a store. newer store, like, within the last, like, maybe 15 no, years No, they had Orange so. Julius there back in, like, the, the late 60s 80s. when he was a kid. Oh, well, well maybe they just didn't have 80s. them where I lived back at that when, time. Back in the 60s when he was a kid. Yeah, back in the 80s, my son. Don't be mad. Just because you were a children of the fucking 90s. Oh, what a time to be a kid, let me tell you. I remember the some The 90s stuff were pretty the amazing. The not, yeah, let me tell you what. The 90s, you guys got... Fucking shitty grunge rock instead of the hair bands. You got the not br- all of it was shitty. No, not all the grunge is shitty. You're absolutely right. I there were some that. amazing groups that came out of the '90s. Okay, I admit that because I did like a lot of the grunge. Nirvana, come on, amazing. I liked Alice in Chains. But that's Stone okay. Temple Pilots. I like Stone Temple Pilots. Did you like Soundgarden? Was you sad to hear that Chris Cornell passed? I love that man. His voice was amazing. Chris Class loved the song uh, Blow Up the Outside World, said it's one of his favorite songs of all time. I mean, with Soundgarden, I'm going to be honest, like, at that time I was living, you know, I was not even, I it was maybe 13, so my parents bought all my shit, so I didn't have their album or anything, internet Mm -hmm. didn't really exist, so I didn't know anything outside of what was on the radio. Radio, yeah. But did you have your tape? tape ready to go on the radio you know it? so that you could tape the songs yeah you and it got i would get so mad when they would either cut it off or talk in the intro or the end of the end or they cut off at the end of it and yes. like they don't tell you who named the song or whatever they yes. cut off yes like it's at the end of the song where they cut it off because you didn't have a phone ready readily available to look that shit up no it sucked or sound hound it and yeah, and that, that is stuff. how life has changed since the 90s mm. not just that but with the first early days of computer, which I'm going to estimate it, let's go ahead and say 97, you want to say, Nick? 96, I had a computer, yeah. we had a home computer in 90, 
95 or 96. I was going to say, or no, it couldn't have been earlier than 96. Or 95 no, it or was either 95 or 96. Because Windows 95 was what started all that major big thing with the, right. with the dial-up and stuff, like this, I think. We had the internet. We got the internet for Christmas when I was in sixth grade. So I guess 11. That can't be right. Yeah. That would be 94. How old is Nick? How old is Nathan next year? He'll be 12. Okay, so 94, 95? Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. absolutely right. And dial-up sucks so bad, but we thought it was awesome. Right, yeah. but you would get mad when it would start freezing up because you know somebody was trying to call or somebody picked the damn phone up. And you got it. You would have, you could talk to all your friends, but you would talk to them and then they would all end up just coming over anyway. ASL question mark? Oh, uh, yeah. Age, sex, location. I met my wife in an AOL chat room. I Dude, mean, that was a know. pedophile's dream. <laughs> AOL was. Mm. Chat room. Talk about catfishing. Oh, my gosh. I, I did it. I had plenty of friends that did that shit. I remember Ben. Um, I ain't going to tell you his last name. Joe Johansson. Ben Johansson. He used to always mm-hmm. have shit on there like athletic build, six foot four. And I'm like, First off, you're like six foot one, maybe six foot. The only thing athletic about you is that you have on a triple extra large jersey. I <laughs> had this picture. There there was this girl that was like a reoccurring model in like a store catalog, so not a well-known model. Yeah. And that's who I was. And people bought that shit. <laughs> What are you reading that you're not contributing to the podcast? Uh, I was trying to, you said something about... Um, uh, Kurt Cobain, you know, talking about Kurt Cobain, and I was, it made me think about an article I saw where he talked he about the, all them guys. Yeah, <laughs> I was just Tupac. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know the Lane Staley from Alice in Chains. I didn't know until the celebrity rehab thing with Mike Starr, who was also in Alice in Chains. Who? That Mike Starr, he's a guy from uh, Alice in Chains. Alice in Chains was good. Uh, he had uh, Lane Staley died. He was one of the first guys. He died before the Kurt, Kurt Cobain, I think. I may not. I may be mistaken. He died in '96. Kurt Cobain did, right? Yeah. So I'm well, maybe a little bit after, but I know that because it's like I know a lot of people ago. died in '96. I think he was one of them. Lane Staley. I heard that he had lost part of his arm. Maybe get his arm amputated from heroin. Who was that one? Good, that one yeah. drummer that lost his arm in a car Death accident. From Death Leopard. That dude was amazing. Yeah. See, and the music we had then is way different than the music they it's had about now. Some. It's about something. It's like it was not, a message. Now it's all, like, auto-tuned. <laughs> and it's you don't about even have sex. to have a singing ability to sing, to be a, a performer. You don't write your own music. You don't play your own instruments. Yeah, I mean, it's about sex, mm-hmm. drugs, Killing and money. people. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Well, I mean, to get, if you go back and listen to, like, some of the gangster rap, it was so simple and, and plain back then. Well, but it worked. No, you know, yeah. You're just talking about the songs now, drugs. I mean, Pink Floyd, Comfortably Numb, that's about cocaine. No, I'm not right, saying that songs not? back in the 60s and stuff weren't made about drugs, but no, he's I mean, the way that it's, it's more about, like, it's popular music well, and I, is about drugs. As to where then, that may have been popular music. I don't know. I guess maybe kids listen to it. Then. Now it's fucking Molly Perkerson. Molly, Molly right, Perkerson. Right. And like, I don't know who song that they is. They don't even care about like what they're saying as long as it rhymes. As long as it sells too. I and mean, it's just, it's not the same. People get mad at me because they're like, oh, you don't give anything new a chance. And I'm like, man, I'm too old to, every time somebody tries to tell me to listen to something new, I, I try to listen to it with an open mind. 
info like it. Well, look, at, look up how the, the CIA has infiltrated rap music to prop up guys to do specific types of music as well. I mean, if you look at it, unfortunately, some of the... Oh, there's people talking about Jay-Z being a part of the Illuminati and how well, he's Well, sure, but I mean, even shit. separate from that, like... Well, because he, per- he perpetuates that with all mm-hmm. the things that with he With the does. clothes he wears, he Beyonce, with the performances she does. I'm sure part of it is that they're making money, for sure, but I also think that... I'm making I mean, more they're money than there. your parents ever. They're up there, you know what I'm saying? I think they're yeah. into some shit. Um, I think that people still haven't learned their lessons, if that sounds... Like a, I mean, it's my opinion, but I think that people, there's still bullies. The high school, from what I've seen and what I hear, people I don't have know morals. Anybody. Back I, in the I day, people have morals. I don't know, man. What and even it? if you weren't religious, there was still a a certain level of a moral compass that There people, was a respect for people who right. did. You didn't come out and be like, oh, bullshit, you and your make-believe, you know. I remember... I mean, Two or three, Chase was, and I went to pick him up, and one of the little kids was like, my mama said that um, we should be saying prayer before we eat our snacks and before we eat our lunch or whatever, and she said, and the lady that was there was like, you tell your mom that we don't believe in imaginary friends around here, you know, and it was just a smart ass, bitch right. ass way to say, and the girl that told her that was probably 19, 20 years old, making seven bucks an hour to be a, at, the, right. at the daycare. You know, but it just unnerved me the wrong way. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And she's like, I just don't believe in God. And I said, and this kid over here and his mom obviously do. So, you know, and she's like, well, I mean, scientists have proved that there's no God. And I was like, okay, show me where. She goes, what do you mean? Show me where scientists have proved that there's no God. And she goes, oh, well, it's been proven many, many times. I was like, okay, just tell me where I can find it. I like this. I like to see it. I really, you know, I'm not trying to be a smartass. I just like to see it. I'm, I always want to find out about stuff like that. And she goes, you're just being, now you're just being sarcastic. You're just being a smartass. I said, no. I said, tomorrow when I come in and pick my kid, could you let me know where the scientists are? At least like the name of what scientists disproved the years and years of Christianity. Just just let me know, okay? And then she looked, she hated me ever since then. I mean, I didn't really care. She was kind of fucking ugly I mean, it's not it's not okay for people to push their opinions on other people. So I mean, she I should. do it all the time. So well, I mean, but it, I know what you're saying. Though. Yeah, I mean, you know, certain subjects. You know, hey, well, you know, Santa Claus ain't real. I mean, you don't take that liberty on somebody's kid. What you know has what changed like, positively since we were kids? I mean, I think here, here's a, here's a big. I mean, obviously, to me, the big glaring thing is racism. And although I know in the fifties, the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, and today, the nineties and today. Racism has existed in all of those decades, but yeah. it's how it exists now and how it's like. I don't think that when Martin Luther King was talking about, you know, you know, he he looks for a day when his kids can walk alongside with other little white boys and girls, and I don't think that he necessarily meant that he thought that his black children would be telling white kids that they're less than them because they were white. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like I. And, you know, I know that in, in the 60s and the 50s and the 70s even, like, you know, black people were treated terribly. And that's obviously something that that shouldn't be. But, like, they're taking down all these old uh, Confederate um, statues, you know, in New Orleans and all these other states because it just, it promotes racism. And it's like, 
Just because we don't like the Holocaust doesn't mean we don't talk about the Holocaust. It happened. It ex- you know it, it existed for a reason. We talk about how Man, other talk. dictators killed millions of people, like Mao, and how you know even though Stalin was a terrible dude, we teamed up with Stalin to take out you know or at least aligned with Stalin to take out uh, a Hitler. So I mean like you know we've definitely had situations where you know there have been some terrible people. So for us to just act as if you know, it doesn't happen or it didn't happen. It's kind of ridiculous. And the fact that people can't deal with it is ridiculous. It shows you that, you know, we have a situation where what I see the other day where they're uh, what they call, quote unquote, liberal teachers versus conservative teachers. It's 12 to 1 in universities. Yeah. And I mean, and that's significant because, you know, there's no, in any anyway, whether it's right or left, nobody should be taught you know, a political view from something like that. Maybe given a perspective and a, a, a topic and then have kids freely talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, I do mm-hmm. think there are things that need to be discussed, but I don't think that you need somebody pushing their ideas on another kid. They shouldn't do it about religion. They shouldn't do it about politics. They shouldn't do it about political things in general. No. Uh, so, I mean, you know, it's it's not something that that is cool uh, or should be accepted. I don't think that anyone has a right to tell anyone else. Look at that church what, over there. <laughs> what they should believe or how they should believe. You got hit in the face with a bike lock, didn't you? Yeah, you did. Right. Like, it's okay to have a discussion to share your yeah. opposing view and why you do. But the second you belittle somebody or act like you're better than them or you're right and they're wrong, you've lost credibility. One of the things I've noticed most about people who I debate on Facebook or just in general it's mostly on Facebook because people don't generally want to talk to you face to face about stuff, especially if they oh, oppose no, your opinion. Because then they start looking at their feet and go, "Well, I gotta go." But it's they always come across with this attitude, like you know what I'm saying and what I'm defending is far more important than what you're talking about. And there's a guy who comes on AM radio here. I think I think it's Dennis Prager. He he's got a quote or a line that he says it's amazing. Uh, something to the effect of causes, you know, as in just like causes for people, causes to liberals is the same as oxygen to, you know, humans or to real life. You know, basically, what are you looking for? Uh, so essentially, you know, he's saying that to liberals and people who, you know, are of that ilk, that to them, what's even as most important or as important as air is having a cause, having something to stand for. Whether it's uh, climate change or it's, you know, inequality or it's, you know, men's rights versus women's rights. You know, it's always a cause that they're standing and defending. And because it's that way, it kind of gives them this higher than thou mentality, this idea that, well, I'm saving the world. So I may sound way better than you. Right. And when they do that, to reference your good friend on Facebook, <laughs> most of the conversation conversations start with him immediately insulting you, calling you stupid, right. uh, calling you dumb, uh, telling you what your opinion is. And like at that point, you've lost the, the debate because you can't come up with anything more that has actual substance. You're resorting to childlike yeah. behavior. And that's the thing about whenever you argue politics with certain people, 
and I'm saying it comes from both sides. I'm not gonna oh, sit yeah. here and say it comes from both sides. Oh, absolutely. That they want to, they want, they just want to be right. They don't, they don't care that they want to be the and one. And you can't that, be right or wrong in your opinion. They it can be, be right for you. One, they want to be the last one to say something. It isn't exactly. even right or wrong. It's like they have to have the last word. And to me, that's just like, oh Jesus Christ, that's the most infantile shit right. ever. And, and some people just cannot fathom or wrap their brain around the fact that somebody might not think exactly like them. So their way to handle it is to demonize you and delegitimize you as much as possible. I mean, I think in any situation you should ask questions and you should try to remain quiet while the other person speaks and try to take in what they say because I'm always interested and I love hearing people's feedback, especially people who are who I'm an air hustler, dude. I hear hustle. I try I eavesdrop like at places where I shouldn't be eavesdropping, but I still eavesdrop. And I will comment on a stranger's shit in a heartbeat. People would like look at me like I'm nuts sometimes. And sometimes it's to benefit. I mean, and I try to be nice and respectful to people, especially people that wait on me or that talk to me. Uh, yeah, because if, if somebody's waiting on you, you don't want to be dick to them, so they'll spit in your food. Well, I mean, not even just with my food. I mean, like the person ringing up my groceries, you know what I'm saying? And right. Like the old she man today, he rang my cheese up twice, you know? And I was like, I think that one dinged twice, buddy. I said, there's a lot of bells and whistles beefing going on around here. So I'm pretty sure that went off twice. He goes, I get done, I'll check out the ticket. I was like, okay. I said, it's the it's the American cheese license. He's like, okay. So he kept going, kept going. I think so. He looked at it and goes, oh, yep, it's on here twice. Hold on, let me take it back off. And at that time, I've already got the fucking card and already paid for it. I'm like, it's 98 cents, dude. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay, really. And he would walk away, and Hunter goes, are you mad? I'm like, no, I'm mad, I'm okay. You know, it happens. But I think people were, how can I explain this? People were more naive, I think, during maybe your era than my era. People tell me all the time that I'm very cynical and negative, not really negative. I think that's a coming of age thing, because I think the generation below us now eventually is going to be like us too. Because you think, my my parents growing up in the 70s, yeah. isn't that when you grew up too? No, your parents oh. probably a little bit more than So me. you're saying your they, generation were, was less naive than mine? Uh, or ours? No, yeah. no, no, we were more wise to what was going on around here. We paid more attention because to our Because you had to, you, weren't, you didn't have TV video games like we do now in yeah, your we didn't have to... shoes we didn't have no socks. i'm just saying you didn't have we that distraction TVs, we didn't have i'm a... saying like you didn't have dvr so you oh, unless wow. your show was on you weren't watching tv oh, shit. i remember videotaping shit in the 2000 like other people was already getting dvd players <coughs> and i was still taping raw well, so I no i wasn't GPS, like, making was... a dig at your age yes, you what dog no, i mean they i'm had... just saying even when we were kids when nick and i were kids my parents we didn't have as many distractions like when you did be okay that that was, but, okay. um, it's okay. but yeah. like they, you know, they, they were young and dumb and did some stupid shit cause they were naive. I think that that's just a coming of age thing. I your think that, man thought I was hot. I huh? think that your mom, man thought I was hot. Maybe not. I've seen my dad when he was around. He's right, man. You didn't see me when I was younger. Oh, uh, no. Old. So dad, don't listen. <laughs> oh, he can't see that. He went. <laughs> But you never know. I mean, but I, I think that I think that I really 
think the propaganda really is part of what... I'm going to find a picture, bro. I think the oh, TV yeah. changed a lot. Media changed a lot from the 80s to the 90s. Right at the end of the 80s is when is when MTV picked up, right? Oh, and it wasn't just that. It wasn't just that. It was when you... um Back in the day, people were more aware, because not just because of the internet, but because of other things. People are more Whoa. aware now. They're, Media was a lot more portable. Music you could start to take with you anywhere you wanted to go because of Walkman. I remember sitting at Daniel, uh, Daniel's playing poker in early 2000s, and uh, our buddy BFE came in, remember? And he had he had a Zoom. Which one? Is no, I was showing you is me. That, no, I was going oh. to show you a picture of when he was younger. Who's the, the who's That's my mom, dad, and my sister, and me. Who's standing behind the Dalmatian? That's my dad. No, but there's you're, you. You or is which one's you and your sister? You're the I'm the one, one in the front uh, with the Dalmatian right. shirt on. And then that's your dad, and then yeah. your mom yeah. and your sister that's on the other side. Okay. Yeah. Way hotter. <laughs> Way hotter. Not even close. But anyway. Uh. No, I'm about to show you this. <laughs> but um, like, there was a uh, um. What was I going to talk about? Oh. Like, if they told you something on the on the 5 o'clock news, you believed it. Say, like, the moon launch. You know what I'm saying? You believed those things. I mean, I wasn't. I mean, that, I don't know. My, what about, do you think that... When they told that, you in the 70s about the... When it first came over, I remember this really... I remember three things, huge things that happened in, like, the 70s. And I could be wrong. It may have been it creeped into the 80s. But the athletes getting killed at the Olympics and the Christina McAuliffe and the Challenger exploding... And all these things were almost like we were seeing like live time what happened, but not nothing like now where I heard something happen in Manchester and I don't even know what the fuck it was. What happened in Manchester two days ago? Or Suicide like, bomber. Huh? Suicide bomber outside of an Ariana Grande concert. Killed 22 people. Here's my mom she's young. Eight-year-old girl was the like youngest. You. My mom. She looks like you with brown hair, don't she? Yeah. Um... Yeah, killed 22 people. The youngest was like Is an that the dude that girl. just ran into people with his car? No, no. He no, had, a, he had a bomb on him, and he, he deployed it. Oh, God. Self-detonated. And then they arrested, they've arrested, I think, like 13 people since then. All in charge with one suicide bomber? Well, they were in addition, like some additional plots they had going. See, this guy, this guy, they had been following him. Just like most of these other fucking things that happened. He was on something, they were watching, they were keeping an eye on him. And, you know, he ended up getting a thing. People noticed that he had shit coming to his house, thought it was weird. But when they called to report it, they were told that just because he looks a certain way or he is what he is, that they shouldn't necessarily take it a certain way. So it's like political correctness hinders these people from being able to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, people even try to report it and they get shut down. I seen a video of this guy. He was a, like a, a transit officer in New York. And there was a lady, there was a guy who couldn't speak English or whatever. And he was like, hey, man, you know, you didn't pay your first off. You didn't pay for your, your, your toll to get in here. And he's like, number two, did you, uh, are you from this country? And the dude filming him was like, are you affiliated with the immigration office? Are you affiliated with the immigration office? Because if you're not, you're not allowed to ask those questions. You shouldn't be asking those questions if he's allowed to be in this country or not. And. People were like, I think that's right. I think that's right. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't have anything against 
people that want to come to this country, but I just think they should do it the right way. Is that wrong for me to think that way and feel that way? In today's world? Yes, it is. It is. Yeah, yeah it, is. it is. In today's world, they're like, oh, no. That, we should. that should tell you how backwards things are. I mean, I mean maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're I'm not wrong. though. That, maybe, that's the thing maybe, is that that's I'm, why they do it is to get people convinced that your point of view is wrong. Why do you think they nonstop since the day this man has been president to the point now to where this idiot has approved them to have an independent person research him? You know they're going to find something. I mean, like for example, the hot story two days ago was Jared Kushner, his son-in-law, who's an advisor, which I don't necessarily agree with that dude because. He's got George Soros money tied to him, so really, if Kushner goes, I don't fucking care. But he's he somebody Donald Trump trusts, and he gives him these. He's an advisor, so he's on there. And the big story is is that he quote unquote asked for a back channel to Russia, and they're like, "Why would you do that? That's so crazy." Well, first off, any of the past administrations going back, probably four of them, five of them have had different back channels to different political powers. That's not an uncommon practice, whether it was actually... 5,000 non-citizens. Right, yeah. Let's, we'll, we can talk about that in a second, about how Trump called that, you know, and he's a crazy guy for talking about non-registered voters voting. Here's something that shows you that 5,000 in Virginia alone uh, non-citizens that voted. But, again, back to the rule of law, you know. I mean, you... You know, you think that people should be allowed to come here. I agree with that 100%, but I don't think that we should just allow anybody, especially people that break the law. If Why are you breaking the law to come here? What are you, What's your situation that requires you to not come here legally? That's my question. If it's because you can't make it, if it's because you can't work or you can't benefit our country, I'm sorry. Well, we're struggling enough as it is as a country. Why do we need to bring more people to pay for it? It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I think that uh, the, the difference in time back in the day is that when people came to the country illegally back in the day it was more of a people looked at it negatively you know it wasn't looked at like oh man they deserve to be here or you know our forefathers came here for, for two but I think our forefathers yeah it's a totally different story now than it was then now we have procedures and policies of how you can come to the states and you can become a legal naturalized citizen you know what I'm saying so just because I was born here and you weren't born here doesn't mean you can't come here. I mean, is there people that have, there's other places that have freedom, but there's lots of other places where you can't even get into the country. Look, one of the funny stories that obviously didn't cover by any, anything major, but that I saw was that Canada was denying people because they wanted to move there from the United States, but they didn't have, they didn't meet the credentials to uh, what Canada asked for people who wanted to come become citizens there. Yeah. So, I mean, it's ironic that people won't get mad at the United States for trying to enforce laws. Because yeah. this is what, and I say liberals, and I hate to harp on it because I know it makes me sound like I'm some kind of Republican. I'm not. I'm definitely not. I actually hate the idea of the two parties. However, in my opinion, if you look at the two parties that are available... And how they talk about politics. I don't agree with everything the Republicans say, but my God, there's not much I can agree with that Democrats talk about or liberals. It doesn't make sense to me. It just doesn't. So one of the things is this, this whole idea that, you know, you're a bad person if you think somebody should should follow the law to come here. It's absurd to me. They're like, well, they, you know, Trump, you know, minimizes it to say we're only going to go after criminals. Hello, anybody who came here illegally is a criminal. Even if that's their only crime, that's a crime. 
And it's it sucks because I know there are people who come here and who are legitimate and who produce and pay taxes and they do all these great things. I understand that and that's that's perfect. However, it not only allows them to benefit from citizens, it also allows businesses to take advantage of them. It's a two-way road, both being exploited and both being the exploitee where people coming here illegally get benefits if they need it and they can get it. And then also businesses are allowed to take advantage of them because they know they're not legal, so therefore they can pay them less than they would pay other people just to give them a job. And if people act like it doesn't happen, they're stupid. It definitely happens. So it's not just a, oh, well, you know, I don't want to pay for other people. It's it's a two-way road. You can't complain about people not having money or people, you know, in America being poor and, you know, they're giving jobs to all these illegal people. It, it doesn't make sense. Numbers, you know, numbers matter. Nathan Future, do you want to say goodnight, son? Good night. Alright, welcome night. to the TDKU podcast. Look, that's all I wanted to do. He's like, oh, I'm out of here now. No, I'm going to go play my game. You got anything you want to say? No. <laughs> Donald Trump's No, what do you want to say? Is that what you want to say? I don't know. No, I'm going to yeah. go play 2K. Yeah, me 2K. Follow me on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you know you got to tell them what you know. I don't know what that is. Okay, so, underscore. Well, here we go. Young, underscore, baller. Underscore. Three underscores. Three yeah. underscores. Hit me up. Hit right, him up. There we go. Oh, okay. I don't know why I flashed like that. But there you go. Again, it must, the bars must have went up from when he hollered. You don't usually do that. Um, Not to jump from one topic to the other fastly, but I want to go also look at the different things. We always talk about different stuff. But Ooh, I guess someone wants to talk about it for a little bit too before we get off here. Yeah, think about this. How much different is the everything music? I mean, we talked about the music in, in it, but what do you think your parents, or movies, our too. generation, or the generation now has the best music? Honestly, my favorite type of music it has to be my parents' generation, just because sentimental reasons. My dad was in the army, so he's gone a lot. So I, I enjoyed listening to music that he liked while he was gone so that's now my favorite which is 70s and 80s rock to me it's kind of older music too only because it's kind of new to me in a sense you know what i mean like when i first started hearing the beatles i was like oh my god i want to hear more give me i want to listen to more and more elvis there's a lot of elvis songs i like but then really outside of that it's only random songs here and there that i like uh, most songs that I grew up with I like, but I'm kind of bored with them because I've heard them so much. You know what I mean? Like, I've heard the Beatles, some of the Bone oh, songs and the Tupac songs. I mean, they do, but that's like, I, a part of the reason I like those songs too, though, is that I know the lyrics. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. some of the Beatles out, songs man. I don't so yeah. much, but yeah. But now, music today, I feel like, you know, my parents, like, you know, I will be in the car and Nathan be like, here, Doug, can I put on, you know, let me listen to the song and we're listening. I'm just like, it's so stupid. oh my God, take this off. Like, it's so terrible. Like, I just, I don't know. So I understand part of that is just me being old, but also feel like in part that music is heavily manipulated now. And I don't think that it's always been that way. I think that's something that's changed over the course of, of, you know, the decades. I don't know really when, maybe in the 80s. Like, again, around when MTV came around, I think, is when it really started to change. That's when the influence really became different. Well, and music nowadays, you literally have don't have to have any talent. If you have a pretty face, right. that's all it takes. Right. Because we have auto-tuner. Is that what they're called? Audio-tuner? Probably, yeah. 
that right. machines that manipulate your voice. It's just nobody like writes your like, yeah. or other people write your music. Other people play the instruments. You don't mm-hmm. have to have any talent. No, you just gotta be a pretty face. Sometimes your people nowadays are performers. They're not artists. They're performers. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I know you're knee deep in your phone over there, but no, no, no. I'm thinking about the same time. I would, I want to say, nah. He talked to me about me being on my phone, so I just mm. had to get on him a little bit because he was burning that thing up over there. Well, I'm thinking about whether or not it would want to save my parents because what was your parents' music? Oh man, it was like Hank Williams Senior and the old like what old years? country. I don't know. Uh, we're talking sixties and seventies. Okay. Country? And then I would say, well, mostly country, but I mean, and, and the rock and roll of that era, too, was fantastic. You know? 90s country yeah. is good. Oh, see, I don't like any country because I woke up every morning to it. So George Strait, he's so Clint good. Black, Travis Trick, Garth Brooks, all that stuff, but I just, I'm not that. A Muslim man suing Little Caesars for $100 million. Because he didn't get a halal pizza when he ordered it. <laughs> didn't get what? A halal. <laughs> like, it's the type, like, Think of kosher to Jewish people. It's right. it's like that. They have to have their food. I don't want to say because I, I don't really know, but it's it's yeah. a way that their food is well, prepared. I mean, that's or, like asking for something gluten-free. I mean, I don't understand that. I mean, it's a little Caesars. Do they really? Have to serve it? What do you well, no, it's not a have to. Like, it's amazing to me that they would even have a halal pizza. It's little Caesars. Yeah. He got it. had pepperoni on. He ate it. He said he got sick, so he sold it. Like, you don't know what a fucking pepperoni there looks like. Yeah, that's the other big news of the day. Um, I would say my, just my, mine, personally. So when you say mine, what are you saying, the 80s? Uh, I would say probably... Because, like, in the 80s, 80s to early 90s. When I what kind of music 90s did you... had some good music. What kind of music did you listen to in the 80s? Oh, didn't your music preference kind of change, or had you always Oh, yeah, it changed been... a lot. I like I was a hairband kid, man. I liked the hairband. Like, hair Journey. ACDC, Journey. Ario Speedwagon. Yeah. I don't know if they were 80s. Oh, all that stuff. And I was a Jimi Hendrix fan. You know, we listened to... Before Hulk Hogan ever came out to Voodoo Child, you listened to it in my car. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, and then... It's a great song. And I'm and I would make I would play stuff to be I got made fun of for playing Green Day. They was like, This shit is awful. What are you making us <laughs> I listen love to? Green Day. And I was like, I like this, this is good stuff, man. And it was um and then when Gangster Up first came in, I was on board with both feet. I mean I wasn't, I easy, but I like it now. I had Easy E and NWA and Ice T and two short tapes in my See, car. See, I was too young to get them. I was I came, alternative in those days. When I came in, I was... Uh, uh, I had, that was like, before alternative. That was right when rap was able to be popular with, like, Ice Ice Baby, Hammer Time, mm-hmm. like, the popular uh, shit. I didn't start getting, like... Whitney Houston, I will always love you. Mm-hmm. I was around... I don't know, I always started getting, like, deeper shit into Bone, really. 19 well, years Snoop, old. No, Doggy Style. Doggy Style was the first album. In 19 years old, I came in his neighborhood, had ice shaved in the back of my head. Ice? Ice. And I told everyone that Vanilla Ice, Ice Ice Baby was my new single, and that it was going to be huge. And these dumb bastards believed me. <laughs> they did. They believed me. Because they were 14, 15, 16-year-old girls. You know, I was like 19. They were, And I mean, they were younger than me. I think I, think I have four years on Sheila. Maybe I think four, three or four on your sister, so... Do we run to Sheila all the time at the grocery store? Yeah, we do. I ran to Sheila at goddamn uh, uh, hoops. Uh, uh, what's uh, what's the trampoline place? But not the one that's in in San Matthews. I don't know. I know what you're talking about. I don't know Monster House or something. No, House of Hope. Yeah, 
So what I was going to say is lost. I just want to point out the fact that I have my hand raised over here and you guys both continue to just talk about something off subject. Well, I was trying to say something on subject. That's all. No, we Proceed. both to you. We just said when we saw Sheila and we both finished our sentences and then we pointed over to you. But what I was going to say is lost now, so. It was about music. Go ahead. No, I mean, it's, well, now the thought's lost, but it just was. Don't blame lame. us because you forgot. <laughs> no, the first time I didn't forget, it just wouldn't make sense anymore because we were past it. No, it makes sense. People understand. You go, we go back and forth. I mean, but it's gone now. All right, these music was great. I know that's something you have to do with the gangster rap, maybe? No, I don't know. Nineties country. That's what it probably had to do with because no. you were going to talk about that. That was a long, long time ago. Subject. Two thousand uh, country music. I remember. I, I remember like Garth Brooks was country so music. Now is like pop. Oh, I know that shit now. I can that, remember my dad getting. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how I talked him into it, but Doggy Style had just come out, and we bought that. It was a tape. <laughs> we oh put it my in his god! Car and we so, started. We started listening to it. He looked at me, and I swear to God, I never get. He said, "He said, Nick, he said this thing's raunchy, ain't it?" <laughs> I said, uh, "Yeah, I guess it is." I remember being so mad, dude. I bought that at Camelot Music Store the first day. Was it, came it cut? Out. Or no, it was okay. It was it was unedited and everything. And that it came out on Friday. That Friday night, I had it at the party at your sister's, and then I took it down to two houses down to. Somebody else, I can't mention her name because somebody won't punch me in the face. <laughs> so I took it to her house and one of the little thug bastards stole that shit. And I remember the. Go ahead. No, finish your thought. I got this. Okay, well, remember because it's going to take me like 30 seconds. Okay. <laughs> okay. The, they, they left the case up there and put something else in there. So when I grabbed the. the, the I wouldn't even gonna look. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I got that shit in my car. Yeah, I so I it. thought it. Yeah, shit. they did. And then the next day, half the same people was there. And I was like, <laughs> whichever one of you dirty motherfuckers stole my doggy style, I got money, bitches. I went and got it again. So fuck <laughs> all of y'all. I was so mad, though. That is one of the changes that's beneficial from then to now. Music is readily available on your phone. Nobody can steal that shit. It's yeah. right there. Unless yeah. you steal your phone, I guess. Yeah. But... It's readily available. You don't have to drive to a store to buy a whole CD for one song that you might want. The same or you can th- buy the single, I guess. Also, here's another thing. It's more, You pay for that convenience because you right now, you can turn it on in-demand or on... Uh, in-demand? Or in de- on-demand. On-demand. In-demand, on-demand, whichever one you want to call it. You can go to Amazon Movies. <laughs> you can go to whatever... Who, uh, Voodoo. Whatever service you want to pay for. Hulu. Well, probably not Hulu. I don't think they have the pay... Uh, but like four to five dollars to pay for whatever DVD just came out, or you can drive your ass to Redbox and get it for two. You know what I'm saying? You actually, get it, the DVD and play. It depends on how far away Redbox is. If it's the gas ratio or how much yeah. it's going to cost to drive, so, and then it we, might be cheaper to just order it. Yeah, and it's going to be about four or five bucks. So it's it's the convenience factor. Yeah, you probably get it for a couple of days on there. You get it for two days. Where Redbox, it's like you have a bunch of so that's like two car rides. So depending on the distance, yeah. It, it, but it's, there's still those kind of things. Like back in the day, we had the choice of there wasn't very much the, the on demand was way different than it is now. Like shit would was be there like, even an on demand? Yeah, but it would be like it was thirty just days later. Movies. It was just movies. And it would be like thirty days later. Oh, one hundred percent. I will pay extra to be lazy. One hundred percent. Who won't? Yeah. Right. That's why I pay to get pizzas delivered all the time. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's why Taco Bell should deliver. That's why every fast food. No, they shouldn't because that'd be bad. But, I mean, to take it in a different direction to something that we haven't experienced yet, 
this show, two shows. We talked to you about Black Mirror. Uh, yeah, Venezuela's fucked. So- I mean, what's going on right here? Socialism. Uh, that's another uh, example of what socialism would do to a country. Look at Venezuela. It's uh, terrible. That is your opinion bigger than shit. What do you mean? They're socialist uh, government. Socialism has not worked in any country. Why does anybody in America want to What are you talking about? It, what, didn't, did you guys remember World War Two? Yeah, what about I it? I mean, I went alive during it like you were, but sure, I remember okay, reading so on history. You don't remember the guy that Hitler was... wanted socialism. That right, was type he of government. wanted exactly. And socialism much... hasn't worked in any country. What are you talking about? Hitler was one of the greatest leaders of all time, and he killed himself <laughs> in a bunker because he was about to be killed. No, nah, he, you know, he lives in Cuba with Tupac. Right. That's, yeah. No. What do and you Osama about? bin Laden. Did you see that article? He's alive oh, in God. the Bahamas. Uh oh. But yeah. Maybe. He's well, hanging out with Chubby Elvis. But <laughs> so, but back to what I was saying is that that was a joke about Hitler. I like to joke about it because you can't say anything about Hitler without you being a fascist, racist piece of shit. And I think we should be able to talk about anything we want to talk about yeah. as long as we're not disrespectful. People need to lighten the fuck up about certain things. Um, yeah. By the way, um, you just triggered me because, like, I've had some family members that were in the Holocaust, and although I wasn't a part of it or know anything about what they went through, it deeply hurts me that you do said you have, Hitler. Do you have a safe space you can go to? I don't, but do you have a safety pin or Play-Doh I can play with? No, but I have a spinner that you could use. It's one of the ADD spinners. But um, no, help. that's racist, thanks. That's why I don't want to touch it. That's racist. Uh. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. If you need to save space, I'll hold my butt cheeks open. <laughs> that was really good because you might be able to fit inside. Let me, I was going to say, let me go get a huge double-sided 12-inch diameter dildo and shove it up there. No, my name is not that guy. Speaking of butts and fidget spinners, did you hear about the guy who... Thought it'd be fun to play with himself with one, so he flicked it and let it hit his butthole. Then he decided to insert it, and his butt butt clenched around it and sucked it up, and it ripped some stuff, and he had to have it surgically removed. Oh, fuck it. Real life story. His neighbors called called an ambulance because they heard him screaming bloody murder. Well, you know, I think that people were complaining about fidget spinners. They were like, hey, you know, it's terrible. I'll tell you what, um, both of my sons own several you know what i'm saying like and i tell you what chase was <laughs> I, I don't want to give the school's name but uh he got in trouble at his school because he was hustling them motherfuckers he wouldn't really hustle nothing but his mom because mom would buy a couple at the mall yeah. but he was taking them over marking them up because the school he goes to is fufu nose in the air school yeah so he was getting like 22 23 bucks a spinner oh 20 bucks shit for a piece for spinners that his mama was paying eight nine bucks for he so what did he get in trouble for? You got caught selling that shit on school grounds. You ain't supposed to sell shit like Not that. Not soliciting yeah. on school unless it's for So what, somebody tell on him or he get caught? He got caught. He was uh, being a uh, Well, you know. Oh, go ahead. The little fidget cubes. You know those? I want one of those. Yeah, do you want too. one? Yeah. I do because I'm a fidgeter. I can get you those because uh, my boy, you know Vic Philpott, right? Yeah. Yeah, he works at Five Below. He, yeah. King of Death, he brought me a bag full of that shit. Right. I like want I had one. four spinners, I think, and two... Which we got two two cubes. Yeah. If I don't have, I'll get you brand new ones. Yeah, I'll get you brand. Because you. let yeah. me tell you, with the when I was a kid, I used to get in trouble because I was somebody who would either tap something or flick a pin, or my leg would always be moving. 
And I would get in trouble for that because yeah. if I sit on a couch, it would move they the couch. They got so many different cool things. Like there's all kinds of different textures on there, and there's right. one side that's nothing. It's just nothing. But in an overstimulated world, we need something that we can concentrate on. Well, not just that. I think that they should let them use them during testing and things because you it know, calms you down. Well, I'll tell you what. Mean Mitch Page was spending his at the wrestling show the other day. And I was like, man, my kids got a bunch of those. I said, I find myself, like, I'll pick it up sometimes, and I'll right. walk around, I'll be cooking, I'll just be spinning it, playing with it. Right. And I said, it's sad that a little kid's toy like that is to it's where... It's relaxing. Yeah. And, I, and Not so much that one. I want the cube. Oh, uh, which one has one that... Uh, I Hunter like pushing buttons or flipping switches. It's got all that. And it's got, uh, some of them are, like, uh, little, one, one side of it's got this little, like, burl stuff you can rub your thumb against. Or... Have you ever seen any ASMR videos? ASMR. Is that where they, like, make sounds and shit? Yeah, it's like, I love the sound of construction paper being cut. It's very relaxing to me. And they have videos of these type of things. Sounds Doing that all are kinds of random shit. Things, right, like nails, filing, things that tend to relax your brain and make it calm down. And help you go to sleep. It's a good thing because... They get real close to the mic and it's very soft. See, the thing is, the problem with me is I'll sleep great for probably maybe, shit, a week, a week or a half. And then I'll go like three or four days where my fucking sleep sucks. I'll talk, Last night I tossed and turned for like, I promise you, like two hours. I sleep good I nightly for about an hour or two. And then I'm tossing and turning until my alarm goes off. And the Every and single night. Do you get... Do you get like try to get the cool part of the pillow and tuck it under and snuggle on? Yeah, and always. Else? What about what about a situation where you didn't have to worry about sleep? Mm, see, I would never want anything programmed into my head. No, no. What about a situation where, God forbid, you you walk outside and you slip and fall and you break your neck and die? Ooh. And your family has the opportunity. A little machine comes over the top of you and your and it scans oh, your body and it says, you know, look, he's unfortunately dead. You got the availability to bring him back. We can take everything out of his brain as far as memories. We can take it, put it on a hard drive, and we'll send you him in the mail. He'll come to you in the next couple of days. What do you want to do? Like you got you're, that decision. You're an android, but you have your brain. And, your body's yes, an android. And you have access to the internet to reference whatever you already know compared to whatever well, you're you are you're not human. You're an android. You but just you're, have your own exactly. brain. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I want no part of that, homie. What about if it was one of your kids or one of your, your wife, your brother, your mom? No, nope, like not humans. So, so in that show Black Mirror, that's one of the episodes is that scenario. Or Year Million, they do an episode about that where, you know, in the future, because they're talking about the technology that's already available and how it's going to evolve, there's this term uh, called Year Million, which is basically where our reality that we know right now completely changes and looks like something completely different. This is one example of it. It gives a scenario of a family coming in and uh, uh, basically their daughter dies in a car wreck and this machine standing over it, scanning her, it's scanning over her body and uh, it's it tells them basically that, you know, she's died, uh, there's nothing I can do to save her, but do you want to have us upload her, her mind and, you know, you know, have her stay alive. You got five minutes to decide. You know, naturally they say yes. She comes back. Nice. And then it kind of on and off shows her living with them and what she has to go through as that. But 
you know, I mean, that's that in itself is crazy. But to know that that technology ain't far away, man, like that oh, is like, legitimate. Yeah. Oh. It's on this earth now. It's yeah. just it's not perfected. Yeah, there's so much different <laughs> stuff that's going to be changed in the next few years. My question is, how did we come so far so fast? I mean, because the technology that they created with Windows and everything else, that should just happen in 96, okay? 95, 96, Windows 95, yeah, 95, 2005, 2015, so 22 years. We've came further in 22 years technologically-wise and computer-wise than we had in the previous 200. When nine, well, yeah, I think that's true. But in 95, when that hit, they had already been in this and shit. They were already in the Windows, or at least some version of Windows, the, the government... Like I think that you know well, the, who they created, tended, who created the internet? Al Gore, right? I don't know. Uh, I no, mean, it was it was a mixture between Steve Jobs and 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 Bill Gates had the principal idea of the thing, right? Yeah, I don't even know if it was them necessarily. To be honest with you, um, I think fuck, that, I no, remember. no, no. I think they tweaked it to what it is today. I mean, it well, was already so. a like. It was no, I mean, AOL was the first group to officially put something out as a provider of internet, or at least the, the first big one that yeah, I remember. Yeah, you had a disk. You had to install the disk on your computer. Right, yeah. and then that gave you access to them, and then you connected I it remember everyone, I, I still and, to this day have my AOL. Me and my wife both have our AOL uh, email address. Really? That's yeah, great. The same one I, I mean, I guess I still have one. I, and I use it ever so probably. Yeah, don't get me wrong. The podcast has a different one and everything. But yeah, we have the, I have the same one. Where at PBKU Podcast uh, on uh, Twitter. Yeah, uh, <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, I don't podcast know. at gmail.com. I don't go to Twitter. I don't. Uh, I talk to people. On I, Facebook I should use Twitter a lot more than I do. I don't. But that scenario is fucking crazy, right? I mean, that's not yeah, far you're away. You're not a real big fan of Instagram either, are you? I mean, you occasionally I get on it, but I don't like taking pictures and all that shit, man. I don't, uh, I'm a handsome dude, but fuck. Instagram's the only thing I ain't fuck with only because I'm so pretty. Yeah. I wouldn't, so if I didn't win so photogenic, I probably wouldn't like Instagram. But being that, hey, another one of those episodes was about people having cameras in their eyes, basically, and everything that you live it records. Yeah, I heard about that. I've heard that about like real life shit. Where but that, that exists now. There's a yeah. was it Sony, I think, that I said that had the the contact lenses you can put on and record your shit. Chloe Kardashian on their show the other day had what she called her Snapchat glasses. Every time she would put them on. It will load up Snapchat and have it on, and their camera was ready just by putting the sunglasses on. See, that's a part of the thing I don't want. There's so much things. I guess I'm old, old school about things. As soon as we, uh, well, I, well, I'll tell it. I don't give a shit. Um, we had the we for our hundredth podcast for Vacro Hecklers. We went live and we did a majority of the portion of the show for live for Facebook for people. Right. And we ended up having thank you to the all the people that tuned in and all the people that played the name that tune game with us and had fun and hopefully we didn't offend anybody about being dickheads but we probably did but oh well um but afterwards like the the question amongst some of the hecklers was hey man should we do this almost every you know every podcast should we have the facebook live going you know we seem to have a lot of interest in it we got a lot of views we got a lot of hits shouldn't we do this more often right and i was like man i don't want to have a youtube show but when i have a youtube show i'd, I'd have a youtube show i'm a podcaster you know, every now and then on a big occasion, I have no problem going YouTube live. Right, but, certain situations it would be a benefit to do it. But to the, for the, the most part, shows and shit yeah, to do it, that'd be dope. For the most part, though, if I had to do it every time I went, like, think if every time that me, we all sit here doing this, if we were on Facebook Live, you wouldn't want to do it. 
I mean, we've talked about doing it several times for hours, but then it's like coming down to it. I know. I Generally, it. it's the end of the night. We're no, chilling. No, no, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't trying to, yeah, I ain't trying to be camera ready. You know what I'm saying? Midnight. Yeah, exactly. Shit, I'm trying to chill and talk about some shit. And, and not just that, but you know, you know, you got family here too. You know, you don't want your, your son walking in his underwear being on Facebook. Live. <laughs> right. People be reporting you. <laughs> right. It's a whole yeah, different His 11 year old son was in his underwear at midnight <laughs> on Facebook Live. Right. You know, that kind of shit. It's fucking stupid, you know? So, but I think that the world has changed for the worse in a lot of ways, man. I mean, it has to be better because of technology, because of, um, I don't know how to explain it because of the fact that that I think that people's relationships with other people are deteriorating at a very fast pace. It's because I mean, honestly, and it's, it's because the of what's in our hands. Yeah. I mean, I ain't dumb, you know. Um, the good thing about me and the good thing about I think both of you is that that you guys are you have commitments and places where you have to go and do other things. Everybody, you know. There's going to be a time where you hit a button and you go and order your food and your food comes to you from the grocery store and they bring it to you. You know what I'm saying? It's already happening. Right. You know, they got these, uh, what's the, what's the, uh, what's that fucking place that I can't stand that everybody says it's so great? Blue Apron. I don't even know what that is. It's where they send you your meals, your pre, your meals that you have to cook it yourself, but it has all the ingredients. Oh, yeah, I think I'm going to start with the yeah. You know what they did? It pissed everybody off, right? No, what? They went to all these farmer's markets. They say like Donald Trump. They first they said fuck Trump. They they probably got a lot of love for that. No, they they went to these farmers markets from what I understand allegedly, and these fucking <laughs> face middlemen from fucking Blue Apron said, you know what, um, you know when you come here and you sell your stuff to these local people here, instead of doing that in this local area, why don't you sell them to us? That way we can ship these locally to the people who are buying from us. And some of the farmers and stuff was like, no. No. And they're like, what do you mean? Why are you turning down sales? You're like, because the reason we're at this farmer's market is to mil- uh, eliminate you, fucker. You're the middleman. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're profiting off of us. Right. You're taking our fresh ingredients that we're here trying to sell to these people so they can cook their own meals. Right. And you're taking it and pre- packaged up in your pretty fucking bow and charging more money for it. So fuck you, you know? Right. And if they're doing that, then... It's good and bad. You know what I'm saying? It's a double-edged sword. It's good and bad. Um, I think that people are more... People in my mother and father's days... Dude, I remember fucking hot dogs and pork chops falling off the grill. And nobody gave a fuck. You just picked it up and fucking did this and ate that motherfucker. Right. I remember grabbing a garden hose, turning the motherfucker on, letting it run till it got cold, and just drink out of the garden hose. Right. You know what I'm saying? You go in a dirty-ass creek... And go mess with crawfish and shit like that and get muddy and dirty and shit. And now, man, now it rains and you're fucking in bed for three days. You know what I mean? Right. From all the bullshit that's in the air and everything else. The it's, food. Oh, the man, the food is, our food is fucking poison. I mean, they have, they have so many different things about the different effects that GMO food has had on not just the environment, not just the soil. Right, shit's burned on, but on everything. It's just yeah, I hope ridiculous. I hope another person tries to come to me with climate change and they talk about they support GMOs because you can't like both. I mean, it just ain't possible because the things that they're finding with how uh, genetically modified fruits, uh, 
uh, vegetables, plants. See, I didn't know they any doing, of those. I didn't know they was doing as much. Oh, God damn. Well, I mean, but that what they're finding is that because is there a lot of GMO fruits? Yeah. I mean, I, did, I didn't know that. I thought I thought what, it was bananas? mostly I thought it was mostly corn. I mean, corn if it does no. corn and soy was the two biggest mm-hmm. by far. Corn, oh, soy, they definitely and are corn. Corn is the the big one, and then soy. Soy is the second, second. biggest one. But yeah, no, mostly they both corn are. But for fucking high fructose corn syrup. But yeah, right? I mean, they was because they've got an abundance of corn. I heard there. What from what I read, they were trying to come up with different ways to use it, which is how they they kind of came across the. High fructose corn syrup and being able to use it as a sugar, basically. Do you remember the commercials back around high school age for us when they tried to push, our body doesn't know the difference between sugar from corn or, or sugar from sugar cane, trying to push it like that shit was healthy? I don't, but it doesn't surprise I, I do, me. I remember exists. that, and I remember also the... Uh, the, the, the commercials of the guys on the farms, remember? Yeah. And they were like, you know... This guy works on a farm where some people that don't work on the farm don't understand the hours he countlessly puts in so that you can have food on your table. But now, it may not be, you may not understand some of the words that are on the food on your table, but believe it or not, he's growing these hard. And I was like, motherfucking dextrose monstrosities or whatever that shit is. <laughs> right. He ain't growing that shit in his fields, you motherfuckers. Right. Know. But I, I remember that shit too, yeah. And I, that shit's been going on so long, and it was underneath everybody's nose, and nobody did anything about it. And there's so many. Countries. It's not that they don't. They don't have to. I mean, most people don't read labels, first of all, but they yeah. don't really have to give too much information on what it is. No, not at all. And they're allowed to get away with calling certain things. Sorry, on the crawl here, it said Donald Trump has been urging world leaders to call him on his cell phone. So oh, this dude. Man. This dude is so worried about the. This is oh, frustrates me to no end. But no, yeah, I mean the the food thing is ridiculous. Like they can call something "quote unquote" one hundred percent natural, and that means absolutely zero yeah. to oh. the nutritional content or how good that. Oh, thing some is. of the shit that says gluten free on it, you look on there and you don't say glutafate or glutafate. I look for foods that are GMO free, verified. But, like, if, you know, there's a, definitely a situation. I have no idea what that was about. No idea what that was about. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, now I've even seen where they're talking about now, too. Even seeing stuff that says non-GMO or organic, that it, it might not necessarily even be legit either. Like, I'll say, like, 82% organic. Yeah, uh, so. What kind of shit is that? It's like, how can you how can you have the word organic on it? Because they have that little asterisk next to it, and then you see the little fine prints. Oh, only half this shit's organic. The other half is going to kill you. Yeah, but what I guess I was saying with what you were talking about is that it's not it's not just the food and how it affects us, which is obviously way significant enough, but also how it's affecting the planet because it's creating different types of bacteria and what they call superbugs. And super bacteria is based off of the fact that these are new enzymes, these are new animals, species of plants, species of fruits and vegetables that are now pushed into the ecosystem. And now the ecosystem has to respond to those. You know, a, a plant that's genetically modified can't necessarily create another something for a different plant. So that's cut off. I don't know. You know, there's all these different intangibles to it that I don't know enough about to... 
be able to articulate to everybody, but I would say definitely something to look at a person I sit next to at work now saw a documentary and kind of heard some things that I've been talking to her about and, you know, put two and two together with that was like, yeah, we don't need this, this, and this now. We try to watch it. And I'm not saying I made a change, but I definitely remember a certain get-together we had with, you know, people we call friends that, uh, you know, we were hanging out with and we were having a conversation and everybody there was talking about, you know, non-GMO foods and this and that, and only because I had put that shit repeatedly on Facebook, <laughs> and whether it was just to say that my shit was ridiculous or not, people were at least aware of it mm-hmm. and conscious of it. So whether I get ridiculed for it or not, I don't necessarily care. Oh, but yeah. the fact that you see it and you think about it, that's it. That's all I ever look at. I don't care if somebody reads it and they're like, that's absolutely correct. I just yes. want you to see it and be conscious of it. Be aware of the fact that it exists because most of the things you see on TV they don't talk about it. They don't even consider it. Like, you it, look at the effects it has on me. I mean, I have celiac disease, and it's a direct result from eating GMO foods my entire life. And I've heard other people, like their their dads, and didn't your dad have some kind of issue, Heather, I thought? Huh? Didn't your dad have some kind of issue from GMO foods? Like, it's a um, stomach thing or something? He, or your uncle or somebody? My dad, he had a um, perforation in his intestines yeah. on more than one occasion. Yeah, there's been a number of different things coming from this food. So imagine, and we've been feeding it to our kids. So imagine, I mean... I mean, it, there's nothing we really could have done about it because we didn't... Nobody food, knew. Nothing was labeled, first of all. And plus, and if you two, walk into any store... Unless until, it's a fucking Whole Foods or someplace like that. Well, and those places that, are just as bad, Until too. really, what was it, maybe like three or four years ago when that whole lawsuit or whatever with Monsanto, Monsanto was going on, I had never heard of GMOs. I didn't know what the fuck it meant. I didn't know until people I started, didn't either. And then people were talking about Frankenfood. And then when they did, I was like, fuck, that's fucking nuts. Yeah. Man. And then... The, the thing that got me was there was a guy who was talking about the honeybees and then how the honeybees were dying off because and of the And that can't happen. And people don't We need the bees. Yeah, we need all that stuff. We need the, we need things to run the way they have. And Like you know, mosquitoes can die. That's cool. No, nothing eats... Not, mosquitoes can go away. <laughs> they don't belong in the mosquitoes cycle fucking, of life. They fuck up some of that sometimes, don't they? I fucking get Eat a lot by mosquitoes when I'm trying to do shit. And, and like, doing, I have terrible really reactions reaction sometimes. I get really Oh, my wife bites. will walk the dogs and she have big red fucking things. Yeah. She's, she's like, I can't help it. I got scratched. And, I was and like, then, like, stop you, fucking scratching it. And then, as a woman, you can't wear the cute outfits that show your legs because you got you've a, got a open bite. wounds yeah. on your leg yeah. where you're scratching. Don't get motherfuckers. This is you. But I, I think they had, I think we, as kids, had better food. I honestly do. I mean, I, my parents. If we, I can't really know, say for our parents wise, but like that's probably around when it changes in the seventies and the eighties. From what I heard about it is that after one of the wars, I guess two. it would have been World War Two. Uh, you know the way that they were able to figure oh. out a way to conserve food and make rations and things like that well, for the, uh, the troops. A, the MREs, but the eighties in the eighties yeah. is when fucking they, they have was when. Monsanto rolled out the fucking seeds and started buying farms and saying, you have yeah. to use our seeds. That right. was in the 80s. Because you really, go. you know, I was very fortunate. My dad, you know, because he was in the Army, my mom couldn't work because we moved around yeah. so much. And so she was a stay-at-home mom, so we always had meals ready for yes. us three times a day, unless it you was know, school day or whatever. But 
Even then, even with what she was feeding us, healthy, good foods, it could have been Monsanto foods. I ate fucking sandwiches, mac and cheese, and fucking hamburger helper, steak maybe once a week. And that was, or pork chops once a week. That was my, or um, I would make pasta and stuff for the wife and kids. But that was my source of food for probably 10 years. My mom made Hamburger helper constantly. And think about this. My mom would make like, like I wouldn't say everything was from scratch, but she put time into what she made and it was so good. See, I would make like, I would incorporate, I could do like wonders with some fucking hamburger helper and shit. You know what I'm saying? Remember like homemade pizzas? Yeah. Yeah, right. No, no, you're not just fucking. No, with I would get. I, would I was get trying like to fuck t- with you while you're talking. I about would it. get a Totino's pizza, and then I would get like a pound of sausage and scramble it up and put an onion and mushroom with it while I'm cooking it. That's like a heart attack waiting Jesus to happen right there. And I would take that on top of the, on top of <laughs> the little the little Totino's pizza, oh, and then I put no, more shredded cheese on top of it. Good God! So, so you so put a so pound of sausage, a pound over, of like, cheese, two pizzas though. Uh, well, two pizzas, but even still. No, it's not because one of those pizzas have like five thousand milligrams of salt. You eat both of them for you and somebody else? No, I was for four people. (laughs) I mean, I eat one Totino's by myself. I mean, I will too. Come on, though, two though. I ate two with all the extra toppings. I mean, mushrooms aren't bad. But see, I cook, I cook my sausage down and I drain it and I would even rinse it sometimes too. It so. still has. I know it's still the bad. worst thing in the world for you. Pork is the way worse than beef. The beef's up there. So Red probably, too, so probably two things that it's I so fucking good though that I can that I would that I would correlate with. So food, but our parents, you think, probably had the best, and then we would be second, our kids I think it's deteriorated as we've gone on. I think so, too. Because it has to, because our our work hours are not 9 to 5 anymore, or 8 to 4. We have... Off the wall random work hours. We and have to work more. Be any worse. So fucking weird. And I fast mean, food is so readily available, so it's enticing. It's after you're after you've been at work all day, you're tired. You don't want to go home. And, and you get a what was cheeseburger for a dollar? And what was I can't make that at home? That for we a saw that the average size of a woman today is the same size as of an average man in the fifties. I think it was right. Like, something to that degree. So that just kind of shows you the change. And this is something that frustrates me, too. Talk about causes of fights. You always hear about childhood obesity and or autism or ADHD. These these kind of recent, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, what is it? It's not a disease. What is it considered? An ailment? Is what it autism? A, yeah, what is that considered as far as, it's, like, it's uh... A, it's considered a, it's considered a, um... Is it like a... It, fuck me, you're putting me on the spot. I, there's a, the exact words that are in my mouth. I, I should know this by heart. It is a. Is it a if mental school, disorder it's, 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 or it's a, a mental disability? Mental. Di- okay, so the and that's they a used fairly... to say it was a mental defect. And here's the thing: so many adults are walking around with ADD, with ADHD, with. I'm going to go ahead and say it with. Bipolar, uh, bipolar. With oh, I mean, what I tell you, there was something I saw that said that everybody in America is walking around at a higher than average stress level just based off of what we're, what's available to us as far as TV and phones and radios, like the whole, you know. I seen a good quote today. It said, when you think about and work hard towards something that you don't care about, it's stress. 
But when you think about it and work hard for something that you love, it's passion. It's passion. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? No, too? but that just made sense to what you're saying. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it said. It's passion. So, yeah. And, no, and you think that, about but... that, it's fucking. That's absolutely true. I mean, because if you go to work and you have to bust your ass that day, do you really want to bust your ass for that paycheck? Now, nope. you know, there's some people that are different. I mean, no offense, and I'm going to put her out, out here, and I'm, people are going to say I'm full of shit, but my wife's work ethic is fucking next to none. Um, she yeah. goes to work, yeah. and she works seven days a week. She will go to the nursing home, and three people won't show up, and she will bust her fucking ass and get the, get the job done and come home. And she'll do it. She'll make sure every one of them old people gets fed, you know? Where, like me, if I was in that position... I'd be cutting fucking corners and shit. I'd be yeah. trying to find ways to... I'd call the motherfuckers to come in and take care of things. Right. I ended up, like, walking out or something, dude. I, right. I'm, I'm being serious. I. It's not that I don't have the same work ethic as her. It's just that she's a better person than I am. <laughs> Overall, 100%. Your wife? A fucking 100%. Well, I mean, anybody in this world is. Yeah, yeah. most of them. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty much a fucking piece of shit. Damn. There's a couple of, I, I got a couple of murderers and rapists that are below me. <laughs> And, you know, child molesters um, and shit. I mean, well, yeah, child molesters. They're a little definitely. bit below me, but there's, a, you know, there is no statue, statue of uh, limitations on certain things, so I can't even talk about the bad things I've done. <laughs> you know, I don't want them come knocking on my door and being like, Brian Vincent, we heard this podcast. <laughs> we heard about you and this, never mind. Um, but I no, think, I think, but you're, uh, two things I was going to say, back to what you were talking about. Food? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Um... But also, I think, if you think about it, so, if if that started in the 80s, right, you said Monsanto started their shit, so full-fledged in the 90s, it's going. It's a pretty significant part of it. Uh, so, you gotta think, kids that were eating that food in the 80s and the 90s, they're starting to have kids now, or have been having kids. Exactly, so they're passing so you on wonder, that, that, Right, know. right, now, you said it really before we ever even thought about doing a podcast, you were like, it ain't even about me. It's about, you know, my kids, really. What do they have? What are they coming out with? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we've talked about the stat before where kids who were born in the 60s and the 70s, you know, when they were tested right out of the womb, they had less than 50 or even 30 toxins in their body as to where kids who are born now have over 200. You know, this is fresh out of the womb. You know, you've taken your first gasp of air and you're already, you know, infected with over 200 plus toxins that are different, you know, than, than what another, or what previous generations had. That in itself is a problem. Uh, another thing is political correctness became a very popular term in the 90s and then kind of progressed on, you know, from there. So I think that's another thing that significantly changed that really was full-fledged in swing after September the 11th and, and the early 2000s and definitely now a huge part of of you know how we do things and it's not the thing that people at least in my experience tend to get lost in when it comes to political correctness and being against it or uh, whatever is you know there the part of the first amendment what gives us the ability to speak is actually the complete opposite of what the i don't know if it was the mayor or the governor um up where the stabbing happened, where this guy we were talking about earlier that was a Bernie and Jill Stein supporter. Yeah. The the mayor or the governor of his city and or state that he's in said that he wanted to ban free speech there because <laughs> there were quote-unquote alt-right groups that were going to be coming and giving speeches in that area and he didn't want them to spread 
hate speech because, you know, the First Amendment doesn't support, quote-unquote, hate speech. Where's that at? King of Death Messages. Nice. I like that shirt. It's red, red, too. This is a rando dude, man, rocking it. You know what I'm saying? That ain't me. No, I know. No, I know that. I I know this is what you do. Damn, just because it's a fat dude, I know it ain't you. Two chubby guys. Uh, but, but, you know, uh, man, you can make me completely lose my train of thought. I'm a <coughs> cocksucker. Okay, sorry. Um, um, <coughs> oh, political correctness, in yada, the 90s, yada. Yes. In the nineties, it was more than that though. Um, but I don't know. I mean, basically my, my point of view is that I don't understand a concept where people have to be afraid of words. Now, with that being said, sure. Am I going to walk down the street and say the N word? Down the street, not the street. street. Am I going to walk down the street screaming the N-word? No, absolutely not, because I do have respect, and I do think that in certain respects there can't be boundaries. Does it mean there have to be? No, if you want to say it, by all means say it, but do I think that it's I think it's that you smart? should be, no. I think you should have repercussions for your free speech. I think not, you no, not even that, because that's what allows these fuckfaces to say shit like punch a Nazi, because then you get to determine what a Nazi is, and then you get to free Right, you can just say, oh, I see a white it person don't work on like the that. No, you have I to have free people, speech. There's no way you can people, take free speech away from This guy specifically way. said that he, free, the First Amendment doesn't protect hate speech. Well, buddy, hate speech is an undeterminable term that is stupid. It's just like assault rifle. It should not be allowed to be used in politics because it doesn't exist. There's no such thing as hate speech. Even if you want to say that saying I hate white people is terrible, it's not hate speech. It's fucking speech. There's, you can't identify hate based off of, of what somebody's somebody saying. Yeah. I mean, you can, but, I, but it's, that's all subjective. What so then Kathy Griffin needs to go to jail for hate speech because she was holding up the head, the decapitated head of the president. Right? Isn't that hate speech? Well, I mean... No, it's not because it's Donald Trump and he's a racist, so it's fine. In lots of countries in this world, if she had done that, she would have lost her head. Right, but that's my point. You can be on that side. I'm not saying you should do that. I'm not saying we should go to that. You can be on that side and you can call people racist and Nazis and say they deserve to be punched, but then you can also do heinous shit and be like, it's okay because it's against a Nazi, it's against a racist, so he deserves it. So we went to to music, we went to food, we went to uh, technology, we went to, I'm trying to think, we just now went through basically food, food, and then we just now, you just now went through... um, Damn it! Oh, political correctness. Political correctness. The way it the, didn't the, the exist. way people talk differently. Like, like, um, didn't exist when you. I mean, it did, but it wasn't. It wasn't starting to be pushed as this. Ooh, if you don't agree with this, mm. you know, I mean, it did too. It though, it was back in our day too. I mean, it's probably like our parents' day, really though. If you talk about like the riots, the the the, the Watts riots, which was the late seventies, you talk about. You know the assassinations of of four people. Watch riots were in the seventies, right? Huh? Watch riots. Was that in the seventies or the eighties? Or I think nineteen seventy nine. Okay. It might have been seventy six, but I know it was late seventies. The four people that died in the sixties or sixties, early seventies, that had a lot to do with the um, with the um, God. What is it? Uh, damn it! Movement. Shit. What? Me in the sixties? Yeah. Uh, fucking. Rights, rights movement. The four people that died were, of course, John F. Kennedy, Robert Fitzgerald. Oh, the civil rights movement. Civil rights movement. There you go. That's how stupid I am. I, I, I'm, I'm getting tired. I forgot. Might be a plane. Michael, uh, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King. King Jr. All four of those people, whether anyone wants to believe this or not, they all died because of the civil rights movement. 
That well, I don't know about you think you think JFK and Robert Kennedy were killed because of that. I think or is it more for the Federal Reserve and or the mafia? It had a lot to do with the mafia. It had a lot to do with the anti war. But it also had a lot to do with that civil rights movement because John F. Kennedy, Robert Kennedy, was saying. I mean, he was gonna get. He was going to be. He was your next. He was. Yeah, he would have been. He had lined to be be president, and. Lyndon B. Johnson was a snake. Lyndon Johnson was a snake. I just be shit. From what I understand now, anyway. I mean, and yeah. what I'm reading could be wrong, but... Oh, you want to talk about a twisted bastard. Do you need to, People should look up the stuff about Fred, uh, Edgar Hoover. Uh, fucking Hoover. Uh, the, the FBI guy. Yeah, and he the one who used to like dress like a woman. Uh, he was a little ahead of his time. He'd have been an icon today. Oh, hell yeah. He'd have been a fucking man. He could have his own YouTube show and shit, and people have been fucking loving him. <laughs> that's okay. I'm not trying to shit on that, man. It's no, I'm not me. either. It's just... I don't understand some of that. And I got to meet someone um, this past weekend. Sorry, two weekends ago. Um, during the King of Death weekend, I met someone that was with a girl. I'm not going to tell who the girl was. She's a, she's a young teenage girl, and she's a, a friend, uh, the sister of a friend of mine. And she had her friend with her. And her friend, I didn't know if her friend was boy or girl, and I didn't want to be rude. Right. So I asked her what her preferred pronoun was, and she said they. I think I told you guys, right? Oh, I don't remember. And I told she said they, and she said they, 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 and their is her preferred pronoun. And I was like, okay, um, so what do you identify? And she gave me all these letters, like, SB, like, identified as birth by this but now I'm this and this and it was very very complicated but I didn't want to be an asshole so I stood outside of this fucking place and it was drizzling rain and part of me wanted to be like okay so do you identify yourself as a boy or girl but I knew I couldn't say that because if I did I would be what you just said politically incorrect right Right. so I tried to you know learn from what I know and I was like so what, what are your preferred pronouns and I was like they and so I couldn't help it, dude. I looked at the girl and her brother standing there. I mean, her brother were pretty tight, so I couldn't say what I want, you know what I mean? And the girl's a nice little girl. And I was like, are y'all dating? And she's like, that's really none of your business. And I was like, okay, then don't ask me relationship advice or questions later on, you little fart, all right? Because <laughs> she's only like 16 or 17 or whatever. Right. And then she's like, um... So the, the they first is the, the her friend that was quiet was looked at me and she goes, Do you understand they? And I was like, No. I said, So I mean, to me it would be he or she. I don't understand how it could be they, but I would love to hear something at another time and she goes, She is fine. And from what I found out later, which I didn't know How old is this person? Probably sixteen, seventeen. Okay. And um she was born a boy. And a girl. She was born in both parts. Um, Her parents made her be a boy. Even though she had a vagina. Um, I didn't ask if they have tests. She had testicles, but I'm assuming she doesn't. I'm pretty sure that she doesn't. And it was fascinating to me. I wanted to talk to her more. But she wasn't, you know, in the mood to talk. She's a child. It's not appropriate. If she was 19, 20, I'd sit down and have a conversation with her. Um... They said they got the, she gets the day because she grew up as a boy and she's transitioning now, taking hormone stuff, transitioning into a girl. She's growing boobs. And it was a little bit fascinating to me and it was a little bit interesting and I was happy I got to meet her. And I was happy I wasn't too 
abusive. I said afterwards, and you know how I am. Afterwards, I'm like, hey, if I was offensive or I was rude or whatever, I said, this is all very new to me. Okay? I said, I'm a 45-year-old man. I'm stuck in my ways. I said, but you can be whatever you want to be, and everybody else can fucking kiss your ass. Okay? I said, you don't let anyone get you down. I said, there, you've done through, you're going through more in your life right now than lots of people have to fuck with. People look at you differently and treat you like a certain way. And I said, I know what it's like to be treated a different way because I'm fat, but it's not the same fucking thing. I said, you know, thank you. And she's like, oh, thank you. And she was nice. But I never heard a motherfucker say that. You know well, what I'm saying? In I'm that not situation too, though, that particular person was born with the difference, though. I mean, like... When she explained it, it made, it made a little bit of sense. Well, yeah. But to me, like, that's different than somebody who is clearly one sex or the other, and then they get swept up into this idea that, you know, oh, well... Like, I, my problem with them putting so much coverage on it is that then you create this almost like this culture of people who maybe aren't even truly that, that basically what you're saying to them is that ultimately to be happy, you need to mutilate your body. That's yeah, the only yeah, way yeah. you're going to be happy. Yeah, and guess and who ultimately benefits from that? And Psychologists Jesus and doctors. Hey, look, one thing about the mad dog, quote unquote maddest, he was asked a question during an interview, what keeps you awake at night? And without even hesitation, he said, nothing keeps me awake at night. I keep other people awake at night. Like a fucking boss, this guy said that. I ain't know Like, that's is. one of the best quotes I've heard in, my, in a long time. I don't even know who that is. He's the uh, Secretary of Defense, okay. I think, or he might be something else. I don't know. I might be wrong about that. I think he's the Secretary of Defense. I, I do think he's got a fucking... He's got some weird fucking people in his nah, fucking head. I know, dude. man. And, and, you know, the fact that he's saying, he's telling world leaders to contact him on his cell phone leads me to believe that they, they, they understand they're still tapping him. And, yeah, you know, the, the White House went through a huge renovation right before he took office. And they still might even be going through one mm -hmm. to where they were trying to modernize it a little bit, things like that. So I'm sure that part of these quote-unquote leaks and these things like that a lot of the things that they blow up are normal communications, normal things that other leaders do with other countries and other world leaders, but the media puts it out there like it's this whole big thing and it just it's frustrating as hell to try to deal with it. That doesn't make sense to me. And ultimately the plan ain't yeah, good man, for this anybody. It consumes you, dude. It does. I mean it just it I mean it, it's it's frustrating to, to look at. Like I don't because well, I mean, well, the thing is, it's always changing. It's always changing. And it's, speaking of Providence, Providence, Rhode Island, do you know, like, in the 70s, that was one of the biggest mob towns? You would think it'd be like New York, Chicago, really? LA. Like, literally, that. Providence, Rhode Island, because it was so close and stuff. That they had a big boss there. I forget what his name was. Have you seen the show Problematic at all on Comedy Central? Mm -mm. Pretty decent show that got covered shit that, ironically enough, you know, not you don't get it on news or anything, but on Comedy Central, this guy has a show where he talks about some pretty interesting stuff. He talked about the dark web. Uh, he talked about the quote-unquote alt-right. Yeah, dark web's some crazy-ass shit, too. Uh, well, they talked about it for a different perspective, like talking about it for people buying drugs, <coughs> getting certain <coughs> messages out there. Yeah, yeah, maybe you can't get out, you know, otherwise. Is tomorrow Wednesday? Yes, it is. I wasn't sure. Yeah, man, Monday was an off day. Well, 
Rudy Switchblade is having his student show at the arena in Jeffersonville. Um, all the students are going to be performing, and uh, I want to thank him publicly on this, which this has nothing to do with wrestling. But thank him because I just know I saw on there where he's having the graduating thing, and I'm knowing that uh, I'm going to be able to get to commentate that. So it's going to be cool. That's dope. I like I like student shows. Um, but we're going to wrap up. I can't think if there's a Miss Heather. Do you think anything else between perspective of Ooh, now how much time we got? What how, what were we at on time? Hold on, let me look here. Got to hold it up. See where my voice goes. We got a couple minutes, man. Go ahead. You're good. So, an article that I saw the other day talked about how there was a case that was brought to the Smithsonian Museums about human remains and skeletons that were significantly larger than anything history ever talked about. And how the Smithsonian Museum was ordered to destroy them back in the early 1900s to help continue on the ideology and the you know, thought process that we've always been the same size that we are now. Well, there was a guy who on his deathbed was a whistleblower who said that it was true and he had a femur bone that he stole or he had that was presented to them that was pretty significant to the jury in the case. And they determined that they're going to have to release more information or at least information that they have about it. They haven't yet, but at least to talk about what information they might have about human remains that might consist of skulls being anywhere from six to ten feet big or tall. Yeah, man, we once were giants. Maybe they were right. I mean, if you think about how how the Great Pyramid, mm-hmm. pyramids all across the world, really, you know, because they're all over the world, uh, how they were constructed. I mean, how else would they be constructed? You know, I think that there are a lot of people who have tried to come up with scenarios and technologies that maybe they use and things like that that maybe would have allowed them to to get to that point, but... I don't know, I man. I think it's very feasibly possible that, you know, we could be in a situation where humans were fucking 10 feet tall or, you know, something like that. That's quite, it could be. I don't know. It's going to be fun to see. I think we're going to learn a lot more as we go on. I really, really do. I think that, um, hopefully, the thing is, you never know. You got to distinguish the truth from the bullshit. That sucks. But, you got to you know, do your work to figure it out. Yeah. And you know what? Lots of people would just rather watch porn. They would. I'm not saying it to be crude. There's some people that are just like, oh, fuck it. I don't really care. I'd rather be blissfully ignorant. Poor Tiger Woods. Man, I tell you what, that guy's just, he's, he's talking about, oh, how the mighty have fucking fallen. All right, before we got off here, who you got, Cavs or Warriors? Um... Hmm, that's a rough one. Uh, uh, oh, for sure. Who, 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 who's won the last two, three years in a row? They split one apiece. Oh, they have. Yeah. Now the Warriors won it. Then the Cavs won it. Now when the Warriors won it, uh, one more. Uh, Kevin Love was hurt, and then Kyrie got hurt in the middle of the series. The Warriors won that one. The second one, they were both healthy. They won it. The Warriors went out signed Kevin Durant, one of the best players in the league, and here they are again about to play. Hmm. So one of the big distractions of our nation, you know, goes on that kind of keeps people distracted from that compared to things that should be important. Uh, what do you think? 
in your opinion of basketball, you've probably watched zero games this year. I have watched zero games this year, and I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with the Golden State. Golden State. How many games? Six. Six. How many about you? I love you. How many for you? Cavs or Warriors? How many games? Four. Four? Who do you think is going to win? Cavs. Cavs, right? Should go sweep them in four. The Cavs are going to sweep them in four. I don't know. I don't really give a fuck. <laughs> nah, that's what I want to ask. Good night. Good night. Good night. Love you. Love you. I say Cavs in seven. Six. Cavs in six. You want the Cavs and LeBron's team? I don't necessarily want, but I think they'll win. Because I don't think anybody's better than LeBron. He's not as good as Michael Jordan, but nobody's better than LeBron right now. Well, I mean... He's kind of like Shaq and Jordan if they had a baby. That's kind of what he is. Like, he's Carl Malone with Jordan's speed. Like, you remember Carl Malone because he crossed over into wrestling for a little bit. Like, in wrestling or in basketball, he was a big dude. Like, he was thick, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. he muscled dudes. In wrestling, he was just an average-looking dude. Like, he looked average yeah. compared to DDP. Yeah. But, <clears throat> like... You know, as far as athleticism and agility, LeBron's kind of like Jordan in that sense. Yeah. But he's 6'8", 250. And Jordan was? 6'6", like 210, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, well, although think, his height think, was there, he was thinner. You know, a lot thinner. Figure people thought Barkley was a monster. You know what I'm saying? Like well, he but he big. was wide. I mean, he played like a monster. He was, six, he was like 6'5". He plays a power forward. Yeah. Power forwards are normally like 6'11", 7 But now, now, everybody in the league is fucking bigger, man. Than they was back in the Yeah, day. oh yeah. Like I mean, there isn't no dudes. There's no there's very few little fucking John Paxson looking motherfuckers, you know. You ain't got no spud webs. Yeah, I mean there are but not really. No, nah, no, nah, I mean not, I mean like Isaiah Thomas, you know, which not the same Isaiah Thomas obviously that you you heard of when you were a kid. It was but, his son, right? No, no, not his son. He just his mom named him after him. Actually, sadly enough for this guy, man, Isaiah Thomas he's a point guard for the Celtics. His sister died in a car wreck like the day before the Eastern Conference Finals started. Somebody told me that that yeah. was his son. Uh, no, nah, I didn't his son. Okay. But that dude's only 5'11". You know, man, he's one of the best players in the league right now. Yeah. So, yeah. So, there's it's exceptions. Like I was just curious what you thought. And, I want to go ahead and give a quick plug out to the IWM Mid-South King of the Death matches that happened this past weekend on Saturday night. A week, was a week ago. It was fantastic. Like, uh, if I ask you right now, what was the moment you remember right now? What was it? It was the flipping Canadian Destroyer off the ropes through nothing but light tubes. Flipping Canadian Destroyer is where he's got him like he's going to pick him up for a power bomb, right? No, no. And then he flips over? It's where, yeah. and he No, it's where he like flips him over for a backdrop, but he keeps going and power bombs the other guy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Off the top rope? No, no, no. Off of the ring apron through a fucking, is a table, but it was hollowed out and had light tubes through it. That was oh. it. Straight light tubes and then straight How to the many floor. light tubes, approximately? Oh, the whole table full. And there was no table, though. It was just light tubes oh, to the floor. Just yeah. one row of tables? Or light tubes? Yeah. And oh, then, then the floor off the apron. So it was oh. like a Canadian Destroyer off who, the apron. Who gave it? Who took it? John, John Wayne Martin, I gave it to Ricky Champagne. Ricky oh. Champagne went on to win the whole tournament, though. Fuck, you should after taking that. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. Dude, it was rough. On to the concrete, Oh, dude, right? there's a, there is it. Yeah, we're on the concrete uh, floor. There is a, uh, a gif out on Twitter right now you can look at where uh, Cole Radrick snatches this little dude Marcus Everett up and takes off running. They're right outside the ring and there's a steel chair in the corner. 
He takes our front and gives fucking jumps up in the air and gives him a tombstone right right on the steel chair outside the ring. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. As you when you see it, you're like, what the fuck? I'll show it to you on my phone. As soon I mean, as like even it. both ways, you know. And I ain't trying to say too much about it, but giving it and taking it, like, yeah, I wouldn't want to give it, and I wouldn't want anybody to take. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't yeah. want to take it because yeah. I mean, obviously, if you're taking it, somebody's taking care of you. You're good, but ooh. It's not. It's it's it it nice it it fucking brutal. There was over three hundred people there, and uh, I got. To Where do it. is this at? Was this at the? It's in Memphis, Indiana. Oh, okay. uh, it was about thirteen miles up the bridge, and uh, sixteen miles. I'm sorry. And me, uh, Manawa, and uh, and the Mad King, man, uh, fucking Eddie Kingston did a lot of commentary with us. We did three man booth for most of the the death That's matches. Pretty dope. Only only one match I didn't do, and that was the open around match. Um, and I didn't do that because somebody else had a lot of invested in. Um, one of his best friends was in that match, and it was the only girl, Ludark Shatarn, yeah. Shatarn or whatever. She's crazy as shit, man. She's former queen of the death matches. She was uh, the only woman in the in the tournament, everything. And her good buddy Jason Saint wanted to do commentary for her match, so right. he just took over. I just gave him the seat, man. He's a good dude. He's a manager. He's a he's taken a lot of bumps, so I respect him enough to you know do that. I knew I was gonna be calling the rest of the show, so it was all good. I mean, in the wrestling world, that's a unique way to be able to pay homage to somebody to be able to call their match. You know, and like I don't oh, think yeah. many people would have that opportunity. So oh, it's yeah, it's it's, cool. I'm very blessed. I mean, King of Deathmatch is one of the things that I wanted. You know what I'm saying? Now the all next right, one's yeah. TPI, so I get that done. That's two bucket list things. And um, I mean, I know DVDs are a dying art. You know, it's di- it's a dying medium or whatever. But even downloads, right? Or they have, oh, yeah, they have, have digital they have downloads their, and everything else. But are there wrestling companies about, that benefit off that financially now? Oh, fuck yeah. I mean, Ian, he, had the, I'm still, he still makes more, more, he makes most of his money still. is not made at the door. It's made afterwards for digital downloads and DVDs. And and the thing is that dude that's claiming the back of Heckler's KJ Designs that designed our banner that's our boy and everything, He's the guy that's doing all the editing. He's the guy that's hanging, doing all the flyers, you know. So, classic, get ready, classic, a, a t-shirt for the Rock and Roll Express. No shit. Yep. For what? the Loot Crate. So, I mean, How did that come to be? Uh, he, yeah. He, they he, got to him or what? No, it was uh, through Pro Wrestling Tees. It was for their, their Loot Crate special thing. And yeah. they asked him, approached him to do one, and he got to do one. It's got two guitars on it, man. It's dope as shit. Damn. Made me want to buy it, man. I'm hoping. They're it's crazy. It. Like, I never was a fan of them or anything like that, but obviously they're fucking, like, oh, royalty. Oh, yeah, so they're legendary, yeah. So it's, it's like, when you crazy see that know shit, that like, one of our buddies. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy, too, to think, like, IWA, the first show we went to down on Dixie Highway, which was, what, over 20 years ago, 20, probably over almost 20. Almost 1996. 96, yeah, so there you go. So, almost 20 years, I guess. Yeah. 19 years. Well, it is on that. Damn, that's dope. <laughs> that's yeah, badass. it's cool that he got to design a shirt for the Rock Roll Express. You've seen those dudes, those drop kicks and everything else. That's the, This is the new Heckler shirt that's going to hit right there. Yeah, Rag and gold. I like that. I like that a lot. It's like the blue one, but, you know. Nah, yeah. I, don't know. I like that, though. And then uh, here was a... This is kind of funny here. He just got backfisted by... by that's Jason saying he just got backfisted. Watch this. <laughs> you see me laughing in his face. Yeah. Look at his face. <laughs> and Manawa just sitting there grinning. It's fucking good shit, though. We had a good time, man. There's uh, me and Nick Depp. I mean, just a bunch of different things. I want to thank everyone for listening, tuning in to PDKU. Let us know your questions, comments. Leave them out there on. Uh, uh, you can leave them in Nick Handler's Facebook page, man. He everything he tags, he tags PDKU on. He's always represent, man. And uh. 
Think about it. That's what we want you to do. We want you to think about it. Now, don't just blindly follow any fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? Think about what, what you're eating. Think about what you're watching. Think about what you're doing. And have an open mind. That's a talk to somebody. Put your phone down and talk to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, be optimistic, but don't be ignorant. I'm a very optimistic person, but... That's what makes this podcast so good. He's optimistic, and I am the most fucking negative bastard you will ever be. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just I Not am, completely. Yeah, I, I'm trying to get better in my old age. I mean, you obviously can't be ignorantly optimistic, but I mean, it's like, I mean, I've ever talked about even with with Heather. Really, she's she was always very pessimistic compared to me. You gotta. I, I always consider the worst. Obviously, you can't be ignorant to that, but yeah. You focus on what can you do to make it positive and get through it, no matter what that is. No matter what that is, exactly. So, we'll see you guys down the road.